Hi guys, and welcome back to High Sobriety Podcast. This is episode two. I am Alicia, and I'm here with Dylan. Hello. All right, so we have Erica Sultani here. She's going to be sharing her story and um, a little bit about her recovery. So welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate the chance to an opportunity to get on here and share a little bit about my story and what it's been like for me as far as like my addiction and my recovery has been going. Um, good job with episode one. It was absolutely awesome. I listened to it so many times. Yeah, it did turn out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> That's okay. No, don't be nervous at all. Um, so yeah, um, the the first episode, um, if you haven't checked it out, I'm guessing you have since you're here, but if you haven't, uh, you might want to go back and check that one out first. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we're going to listen a little bit um, in on, on Erica's story and kind of just see how that goes. Uh, so we're going to throw that over to her now. All right. So I guess I'll start from the very beginning. Um, pretty normal childhood. Uh well as normal as like I thought it could be at the time both my parents unfortunately have have addiction issues my mom however has been clean for almost 13 years and um, (laughs) my dad unfortunately uh, passed away when I was a little girl but uh, I wouldn't say actually no I would I would say it was definitely addiction related how he passed away for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as me growing up, uh, me and my sister and my brother lived with my grandparents. And obviously, my mom couldn't take care of us with her addiction. Mm. But pretty normal childhood growing up, uh, as most of us have, I guess, until I got to high school. That's when I really started to Yeah, that's when it it comes and gets you. It either hits you or it doesn't in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And like considering like I always knew like what addiction was because of like my mom like at a certain point like right i think my sister told me like just kept saying like mom's unhealthy and then like at one point i'm like what the hell like what do you mean like why like is she in the hospital and then yeah it's confusing right yeah and then i was just like okay like i get it so i kind of had like a complex around like booze and any type of like substance i guess because i was like oh my god if it happens to my mom it's gonna happen to like me right so i was always kind of scared and then at one point, I think I was just like 13, 14. It was like the summer of grade nine. And I went to a party. And I remember the first time I had alcohol and I tried it and it just felt like warm. And it yeah. was warm all the way down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, you oh, feel it, you my feel it God. dropping down there. I don't even think I made a face. Like, it was just like, <laughs> what is this? And Dangerous. How, like, can I have more? Mm-hmm. Like, and why? I don't even want pop. Like, I don't, I just want right. this warmth all the time. That's wild. Yeah, like that was me. And I I just remember like I liked it. And I never had or understood a concept of like a limit. I -hmm. always like exceeded it. Yeah. Like I would. And I was never. I was fun for the first couple of drinks. And then I was just. Agreed. I was like mean. And I wasn't fun to be around. And like Alicia obviously can like attest to that because. Yeah. Mean. Mean. Like my story is like collides with hers, of course. But. That's so that yeah, straight uh, liquor hitting you, yeah. and then suddenly 
everyone's got a problem. Yeah. You know? And I'm the problem. Yeah. yeah. Everyone right. has a problem with yeah. me and I need to solve it. Yeah. Right. And if I don't, hands are going to fly. Like <laughs> yeah. that. And I was Very mean accurate. and I was mean yeah. and nasty. And like, that's a red flag right there. For sure. And yeah, I absolutely. could never just have one. And it wasn't the first. It Actually, no, it was absolutely the first drink. That was the issue. It was never two, three, four, five, six. It was the right. first one. The yeah. first time alcohol touched my lips, it was just like a light switch went off and I needed more. Right. And that's how it is for for me as well. When staying sober now, it's like um, I just can't have that first drink because if I do, then it's fucking game over. Yeah. Right. Like you're just you're I'm done for a week to whatever. Right. Yeah. So basically where if, if I don't have that drink now, then I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if, if if I did have even one, it just it, it just doesn't stop. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. A, and then it's a binge. Uh, yeah. which is super dangerous to get into for sure. And then it just opens the door to more opportunities yeah, and yeah. more substances. Sure. And that was it for me. It was like everyone always, and my mom all, and it's so fucking weird yeah. even now, like, because I guess I should start with like my clean time. So like I've been off, I haven't had an opiate in two years. I haven't done cocaine in over a year. And as far as alcohol goes, me and alcohol, like it's, we're it's the devil for me and i'm always dancing with it so like i have bouts of recovery sobriety i should say with alcohol so i'll go like three years without a drink but then i will drink and then i drink and i drink and i drink so i haven't had a drink since august of this year and it's been really fucking hard i'm not gonna lie but i'll get into that i'll just get i'm getting off track Um, now you're now you're raw dogging yeah i'm fucking raw dogging it bro (laughs) um anyways so i have multiple addictions to multiple things and i'll obviously touch on that too but so yeah i went to my first party and i liked it (laughs) that's all there was to it and i kept partying and i would hide it from my grandparents i would steal alcohol from my grandparents and you do the old water bottle thing yeah she got that bottle yeah, back right, too right. Hell the bottle yeah. of water yeah and then it, yeah. and then you just you put water in it they don't notice yeah. then it's like papa's like fetch me a drink and i'm like oh fuck it's water like, <laughs> yeah. there's no booze left in that one <laughs> uh, i don't think he's ever asked me to fetch him a drink but like that was but like my fear it, it is you know what i mean it is like that and like they they do fucking a hundred percent no because you don't stop so like every time you're going out you're putting more water in there and it's yeah. like all right now this thing is like all fucking water <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's now like a little bit now not only am i like drinking behind my grandparents back yeah. but i'm lying to them right mm-hmm. right and like and that and comes I'm, with it yeah for sure. for sure and like that's like the first like how you know i'm falling off is when like the lies are just spewing yeah, yeah. like you don't know what you, you don't know what the fuck you got going you know you can't even keep <laughs> can't up keep with up. this no shit. it's yeah. a cobweb and i'm just yeah, like what right. the fuck like but yeah so get through high school barely like i've I've like skipped class, obviously, like most kids. Mm-hmm. I've left school. I've gotten told not to come back to Lakeshore, and I ended up leaving. At this point, I was in grade 11, and my grandparents didn't know what to do with me, and I was like 16, 17. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go live with my mom in St. Catharines. She has a one-bedroom apartment. She seems to have her stuff together. I think it's a great idea. So I show up at my mom's house and my mom enrolls me at Thorold High. And what a fucking joke that was. Like, what a joke <laughs> that was. Because, like, no offense to Thorold, but, like, 
that's when I was like <laughs> just set up for failure. Like I'm sorry, I left Fort Erie and it was just like a whole new ball game. Like it was just wild. And that's when I was like excessively smoking weed and like doing ecstasy and like yeah. But it's the ecstasy, you know mm. what I mean, comes in. Yeah. And you're that's like, man, I'm fucking nickname. rolling. That's how I got my you know? nickname E. Like everyone's like, oh, it's short for Erica. Yeah. No, it's short for Erica. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that, that's, that's one that, that I actually didn't touch on last um, episode as well. It was, was the ecstasy. Um, the party drugs, craze, right? Right, like, yeah. And like you get the, the pills with the fucking stamps on them and shit. Yeah, and like. 2000 like <coughs> eight to like 2011 that shit was bumping it was yeah, everywhere yeah it was big so easy it was big to yeah e, and it was MDMA, like fuck, yeah all that I mean? and like i'm not like, trying to fucking glorify no, using no, drugs right. at all like i'm trying to i'm gonna try and glorify my recovery but this is just like the reality right, of what yeah. it was for me um but yeah then like the party drugs came in and like at this point my mom wasn't clean yet but she was like at the end of her addiction so like she didn't even know what the fuck was going on because like right. she's trying to keep herself together and like I'm and like how disrespectful of me looking back at it. Like my poor yeah. mom yeah. is suffering with her own addiction and I'm out here lying, going right. behind her back, taking what little money she does have, like just being a fucking animal. Yeah. And like no remorse. And like that's just it's awful. Yeah, yeah. see that's a thing. Like when when you're say doing a podcast or talking about things that you've done before you're like whoa what the fuck you know what I mean? yeah what the fuck was i doing or that's selfish of me or you know how you really dare do, i <laughs> yeah like you really do start to um recognize shitty things you've done yeah you know when you were young but that's okay i mean listening you know. back on episode one i was like that version of me yeah that now anyone who's listened to it knows right is so far from the version of me now. Right. And it, it's you like, don't even I can't recognize even believe that person. Like, you know. some of those things that I did. Like, yeah. Because it, as a person, I'm not like that anyways. You right, know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy yeah. to like even hear it back. I was like, oh, dang. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's almost hard to listen to yeah, in, in some aspects, right? I mean, I, I gave like a pretty cut and dry of, you know, but there's so much more mm-hmm. that to there's my story. Depth, you know what I mean? Course. Like, But like. some of the shit I've done is just nuts or some of the shit I've let people get away with doing to me is nuts like just crazy yeah but um yeah like that's it's it's so weird because that's just a stranger you don't Mm -hmm. it's like I don't even know that person anymore you know what I mean which is just wild but that's the beautiful part about being sober is that you don't that that's like gone you know what I mean I don't think about all of those things in detail all the time but no, it is more a you know uh, a cut fucking spaced out version to me so i mean yeah i mean it's pretty wild to to see like when when you take a step back yeah you know in the mirror and you're like whoa fuck mm-hmm. crazy so i go through this like little party phase and then at this point my mom's i shouldn't even call it like a little party phase like i was doing ecstasy like mm-hmm. every few weekends Big and party. Just, but yeah party like <laughs> whatever it's still drinking um and at this point my mom's telling me like i'm gonna go to rehab and i was just i was so excited for my mom mm-hmm. and but at the same time i was like yes she's yeah, leaving yeah. for three months i'm gonna have this place to myself i'm now 18 years old and i'm gonna have fun yeah time so- to fucking rage, you know <laughs> My mom goes and then I like all hell just broke loose. I wasn't going to school. I was having parties and whatever. 
anyways, I graduate high school and just fast forward a bit. My mom gets clean and it sticks this time. And my mom starts going to Alcoholics Anonymous, which is a 12 step program. And she asks me if I want to go with her. And I'm just like, out of respect to my mom and her recovery, like her sobriety, I'm like, yeah, mom, I'll go to a meeting with you. So I go to these meetings. Yeah, try to be supportive. Of course. And I walk in and I'm like, and I have the most respect for any 12-step program because I was a member of two fellowships. But I remember being 18 years old and walking in and being an alcoholic at this point for sure thinking this is a fucking cult yeah yeah what the fuck am i doing here i'm not holding your hand i'm not hugging you right right and i'm not telling you my name you know and like some of them don't do that i mean i've I've been to ones that do do that um but there are you know i i preferred aa over na when and i didn't even drink but i went to those ones um because i found that um there there was more people with more clean time of right? course so like there was like older people oh that yeah have been sober for 30 years so i feel i liked AA better for that reason but um if yeah i find if you go to the ones in the churches they're like that they're like hold our hand and fucking do this <laughs> i mean i i myself don't really um i'm not like this big steps guy you know what i yeah. mean i just kind of went there um and did what i needed to do for me to, to get sober and that's fine you know what i mean of course i, I think everyone's it, you know recovery yeah, and sobriety absolutely. is like their own independent journey and everyone's yeah, different right there's reasons why i don't go to meetings anymore mm-hmm. um but at the same time i've met a lot of people who i do consider family at this point i met yeah. my partner in the rooms of narcotics right, anonymous yeah. and him and i have been together for almost three years yeah and if it wasn't for the program i wouldn't have met him i wouldn't have met one of my best friends. Um, But anyways, besides the point, I'm 18 and I'm at this fucking meeting and I think it's a cult. And some of the things that people are starting to say, I'm now like, like identifying with and I'm getting like nervous and like kind of upset. But anyways, I continue on. I go to meetings with my mom. Life carries on. I'm drinking like crazy. I'm losing friends because no one wants to hang out with me because I'm a nasty, mean person. And I don't care. Trying about, to fucking beat everybody. Else. I don't care about anyone but myself. And like looking back, like I totally see that. Yeah. But in like the midst of it, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm a good problem. person. Like, so now <laughs> Yo, I'm like, I'm a sweetheart. Yeah. So now I'm like in denial about like not only my addiction clear addiction issues but like who i am as a person yeah, too and yeah. like what this is turning me into yeah and like that in itself is um you know causes you to drink more or use more you yeah know I mean? like just to put like a band-aid over yeah, like this right. wound that i'm trying to fucking heal yeah yeah and you know at this point my mom's clean and sober and she reconnected with her like high school like childhood i guess sweetheart my stepfather john and they're planning like this beautiful wedding and we all live in like this big beautiful house in font hill and like living this fairy tale life and like i'm trying to keep it together working and like i'm still drinking and it's just it's amazing that i'm like keeping myself together Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like i was drinking every single day but like i was a binge drinker so like when i drank i fucking drank me too and it went hand in hand with other substances of course and on top of that i'm smoking weed like it's my day job and 
Um, so my mom's getting married and they ask me to be the MC and I'm like, oh my God, like I would love to be the MC. So like I'm helping my mom like literally set up for the wedding. Like it's on our like family property and I'm so like nervous and like stressed that I'm now drinking too, like at like 11 o'clock in the morning, trying to curl my hair, trying to set things up. And then I'm staggering down the aisle and then I stumble through my speech and next thing I know I'm blackout fucking drunk yeah. the night of my mom and stepdad's wedding weddings are always bad yeah I disappear for the night and my mom comes upstairs to change from because it's at our family house comes upstairs to change out of her fucking wedding dress into like another dress and her and my stepdad plan to leave later to Niagara-on-the-Lake to like a hotel and my mom walks past the guest bathroom and she just sees my legs sticking out and she walks in and I'm full blown, like almost seizing because I'm have like alcohol poisoning and my mouth, I'm foaming at the mouth and there's red wine everywhere. Alicia knows how that is. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. I'm, it's all over my mother now in her wedding dress and like my mom's gone from the wedding because <laughs> she's taking care of me. Yeah. And then I slept for like 14 hours and like the next day everyone went out for breakfast and I'm dying in my bedroom right and my mom and stepdad never went on a honeymoon because of that and i remember when i did rise from the dead um and came downstairs my mom told me that enough is enough and i need to get help and i need to go to aa and if i don't i need to leave right right it's the ultimatum meeting yeah where it's like you gotta go yeah you know but that's you you missed something that was supposed to be like really important because of drinking or and it's you know. guilt that i carry around with me right. guilt i'll carry around for the rest of my life which i'll obviously like get to but right. um so whatever i fucking put my head down and tail between my legs i'm like great i'm going to a fucking cult my mom calls one of her friends who's an active member and he comes and picks me up and i go to this meeting and i start this AA journey and I'm going to be a good fucking girl. I'm like, here we go. Meanwhile, I'm still smoking weed and I'm still, you know, dabbling in other substances while going to AA, but I'm not drinking because only drinking is my problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I'm going to these meetings and I'm, you know, getting a sponsor and I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing. I'm three months in, 90 days without a drink, and it's January this time of year, actually. Yeah. And um, it's also around my sister's birthday. It was a Saturday night. I'm in the shower in the very bathroom that I was, you know, almost dying in three three months prior. And my brother's girlfriend at the time bursts through the door and tells me to get the fuck out of the shower. And I'm like, bitch, who the fuck are you? (laughs) And she literally opens the curtain. She's like, you need to get out of the shower. And like, I'll never forget the look on her face. So I get out of the shower. I go downstairs in my towel. And my mom's on the floor. My brother's on top of her. And there's cops in my family kitchen. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? At this point, I guess I should have told you guys. I'm like backtracking. In November, my stepfather, um, who was struggling with addiction, went to treatment in Muskoka. And he like went to get help for his addiction. And we all took that really hard, like him leaving. Because like they just got married. But yeah, anyways, right. he's in rehab and he's gone for two months at this point. Anyways, I sorry I'm all over the place, but I come downstairs. My mom's on the floor. I'm asking what happened, and the police officers tell me that my stepfather John died. And I remember, like, backing up against the wall and just like kind of sliding down the floor onto the floor with my towel. And then I like walked over to my mom and I went into like survival mode. And I'm like, Mom, what the fuck do you need me to do? Like, mm-hmm. who do yeah. I need to call? Uh-huh. 
and I just made phone calls. Um, family obviously came rushing by, and amazingly enough, my mother stayed like clean and sober through the whole thing. Yeah. Which is crazy. Insane. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. that is such a huge thing where if somebody, you lose somebody, that's yeah. like number one driver of I'm going to relapse and I don't care about relapsing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't care how long I've been fucking sober for. Yeah. That's done with. So, I mean, and that at this is point, huge. I think my mom was like eight years, seven or eight seven years. Or eight eight years. Really, really, really. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking awesome. And he did commit suicide at a, at a treatment facility. Um, I don't want to talk too much about like right, the, yeah. my stepdad, but um, it, we obviously all took it hard and like the funeral, it was a blur for me. I'm, I did a mm-hmm. eulogy, but at this point too, like I'm self-medicating with like Ativan yeah. and like alcohol, a lot of alcohol. Right. And like my sobriety was just out the fucking window at this point yeah, because yeah. yeah, like I need something more than just sitting yeah, in a church and basement. Not everyone is strong enough to deal with something mm-hmm. like that. And especially, um, you know, someone that's really, really, really important to you to lose that is just really, really tough. So I yeah. Mean, it was honestly like it was it was devastating for like yeah. a, like my whole fucking family like the like Alicia was at the funeral like it was mm-hmm. like it was just like I don't even really remember being there but like it's just nothing I would ever want to experience again and like I'm just I'm stupidly like proud of my mom for like not yeah, for sure. I, you know, I'm proud of her. I was Going yeah, into, still am. Like and it's it's an uphill battle because now she just it's a lawsuit and like because yeah. shit like that shouldn't happen at a treatment facility no, where people no. go to get um, help. But anyways, um, it's 2017 and I'm spiraling out of control. Like I'm not dealing with my grief. I'm self medicating. Right. It's summertime at this point. I get a job at a bar. <laughs> the cat. Um, yeah, the last cat. place that you want to be working. Yeah, yeah. and like grieving. me and Alicia are cousins. Like our moms are stepsisters. So like right. we did like obviously grow up together and everything. And she was my crutch through the loss of my stepfather. Because like I didn't have any friends because of who I was like right. as a person. Yeah. Like yeah. the only friends I had were those in AA. And I would definitely not talk yeah. to any of them about the, it. The cult. Yeah, yeah the cult. <laughs> But on it, I love I love the program. Yeah. Like I should, but no, it, yeah, like it's it's all just. A, but a yeah, joke, cult. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we get the and Alicia was obviously you were going through a yeah, devastating it, time in your life too. So we were leaning on each other. Misery loves company. Misery yeah, loves yeah. fucking company. It, it really mm-hmm. does. And like we're one in the same with how we drink and how we party and it's like oh my god i found someone who's just like me this is gonna be a good fucking time who's just enough of a train wreck to go along for this journey because it was a journey like we were down (laughs) for any like we both had obvious wounds that we needed to heal and we weren't healing them i'll just fill this wound with cocaine yeah Yeah. recipe for disaster yeah with like alcohol and cocaine like you know um I definitely will say my biggest demon, I think, would 100% be alcohol. Like, even my psychiatrist tells me alcohol is not your fucking friend. She literally cussed at me saying that. Like, stop drinking. It's going to kill you. Yeah. Or you're going to kill yourself over it. Like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I I didn't even know that it was for me either until much further into my addiction that... um, alcohol became very very apparent that it was a fucking problem and it's nuts even me go so like i'm 
me and Alicia, it's like the summertime. We're living it up. It's like cocaine summer and it's just like blizzarding in July and August. Like it was just absurd. Like I'm honestly surprised that we both like one of us didn't die because I was insane, unhinged. Like Mm -hmm. me and Alicia almost got into multiple fist fights because I was a drunk driver and I'm ashamed of that. Yeah. She got a lot of drunk fights with herself. Well, I was like, girl, come on. Don't, don't do this. Yeah. Come on, like, man. She wasn't talking shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> that is you in the mirror. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go on. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, as, like, I was just a dangerous person to yeah, be around. Yeah. Like, behind the wheel. Like, I just, I was not okay and it wasn't okay for a really long time and like it took me a long time to realize that sobriety and recovery are two very different things you can be sober you can put a fucking drink down or a drug down or you can stop having sex or gambling whatever your fucking addiction is you can stop doing that you can go days years months whatever right and good for you i'm proud of you but if you're not healing the fucking wound that makes you keep doing that you're gonna keep doing it you're gonna fucking it will find you again yeah yeah and i'm only talking from experience not only for myself yeah and I'm not telling his story, but for my partner as well, because yeah. he he has relapsed a few times within our relationship. Right. And again, something that I stayed clean through for the most part, right. I didn't pick up a substance, but I was fucking drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and it, 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 that's tough. Um, yeah. To, to go through that with, with a partner as well. And I was hiding it from him. And yeah, I, at this absolutely. point, I'm living with my mom and like I'm hiding it from her. I'm still going to meetings. Now I'm in NA. Yeah. So I'm not doing drugs, right. but I'm fucking drinking. Like, right. what the fuck? We made the switch. Right. But anyways, now I'm getting all over the place again. So I'm me and Alicia live it up that summer. And I don't want to just go too much into like what we were doing because Alicia covered yeah, a lot yeah, of it. Um. But she ended up moving, and that really hurt me. I was obviously excited for her, and, like, I wanted this for her. Yeah. But I didn't take it well because I just lost my crutch. That's been my crutch since through everything. And now she's leaving me, and I have abandonment issues and trauma. And she left. And it was just absurd i still worked at that fucking stupid bar and that almost killed me multiple times like i don't know why i thought i could do it without you like Mm -hmm. i we were a package deal obviously in that situation yeah um but then i finally was like enough's enough um before alicia moved i was keeping it a secret from her that i was now dabbling in like opiates like perks and shit like that because i knew about her past and i knew like she wouldn't be down with that but like i was because i was a trash can i would take anything to get it myself me too literally Mm -hmm. i didn't care what it was like acid sure yeah as long as i'm not feeling like not feel what i'm feeling now or literally anything you know or you know acid and mushrooms that's just fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like so yeah like, sure i'm down <laughs> it was getting out of control of, like before you left too as yeah. far as yeah. that went because like she would come and pick me up and like i would have like perks in my pocket and they would fall out in her car like again yeah. what a fucking bastard i, remember, I am i remember finding yeah. a perk in my car and i was like um 
that's not mine. Yeah. What if they <laughs> right. I you am know again? It's not yours, and I right? put it in my cup holder and every day and I just fucking looked at it. And you're like, looked whoa, 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 at wait, it, wait, looked at it, it looked at it. What a but, test you know. for you, man. And yeah. I was just, yeah. but you know what? Yeah. I knew I was like, this one perk is not going to be enough for me. No. And no. then I'm going to be in a position to have to find more. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, no, nah, it's yeah. not even worth yeah. it for me to do it as much as I thought about it every yeah. single time yeah. I got into my car. But I also intentionally like left it there too. Cause I was like, I don't need this. I don't want that. And yeah. it, as right. far as like my opiate addiction went, like once I did kick it, like it was so bad kicking it that I yeah. just, was like I'll never do yeah, it again. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, yeah. There, are, there are other Trust, ways. Yeah. I will and there never were times when I did that too, and I was like, no, nah, I don't have to. Like, yeah. I won't. I won't have to deal with that ever There's again. Other but shit I had I had to do it again and did go back to it. Right. It just depends on the situation. But that's the insanity of like yeah. my addiction. Yeah. Like I didn't care who I was hurting in the process. I did right. not yeah. give a fuck. I didn't. Yeah. I obviously didn't respect my mom to be drinking and carrying on in her house while she's gr- grieving. Right. I obviously don't give a fuck about my best friend slash cousin who's in recovery or sober from Percocets. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's then a here I am. Disease, yeah. Right? Like, like it was so fucking but you selfish. don't and you know that in your yeah, head yeah. and you don't mean to be like that but it's just it, it's it's fucking the addictions like doesn't matter yeah. and like I mean. what a mockery of a program i made yeah, like i right. celebrated my first year sober from alcohol but i was high on perks up there getting my fucking right, one right. year medallion what a mockery what a joke yeah and i thought yeah. no one knew my mom knew the whole time she's sitting there in the front row the night before my mom texted me and said i'm not participating in your celebration yeah. and i lost my fucking right. mind one because i was high yeah, so yeah. i was yeah. fucking high as fuck yeah. so now i'm going off on my mom like how fucking dare you you're making yeah. this all about you how could you not fucking speak or participate whatever at my yeah. one year this is about me yeah you know yeah and i remember reading the text and my mom's like look at yourself because i can't that's what she said to me right because yeah. my mom knew like you can't that hurts you can't too. trick a trick stuff but yeah. you know yeah. and she's, your mom's a badass too yeah. like can't bullshit she, a bullshit yeah she's okay. like does not play any game no yeah. and i think she even called me like a joke at one point but like it's tough love too like my mom yeah. had enough yeah. of me and yeah. who i was like i had enough of me but like when i wanted to stop i could right. but when yeah. i or when i wanted to stop i couldn't and when i like could stop i didn't want to right so like now at this point i'm just like fucking lost in the sauce like yeah losing my mind so my mom doesn't participate but she comes to my meeting and like it was just a joke like everyone there obviously knew Mm -hmm. um yeah they they were you not there too yeah 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 so what a joke that was i'm like up there thanking everyone nodding off (laughs) thank you so much i was i uh, when because i was there and i remember like thinking myself because obviously i didn't know that you were doing perks at that time which how i don't know i was like so yeah you were you were in like, my own self you were like a seasoned vet yeah with that, yeah though, like, i, I mean, was just so like kind you. of absorbed in my own self and i think also like part of me was like i don't want to like hurt your feelings but part of me was like she wouldn't do that because she knows about like my past kind of thing right. but you justify shit to yourself for the people that you love all the time all the when time. it comes yeah. to drugs all right absolutely. so it's kind of like Maybe the, I was like in denial. I don't know. But at one point I was like kind of watching you and you were like giving a speech. And I was just thinking like, is this girl like good? And then afterwards I was like, are you good? And you're like, 
it's so fucking hot up there. Like, I felt like I was going to yeah. pass out. I could see you fucking sweating buckets. And well, I was plus just like, you got the nerves so, and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's so uh, unlike you. you know. But, I mean, we, we kind of just chalked it up to it being, like, nerves or whatever. And, yeah. like, now, I guess, I mean, it is really something we haven't yeah. talked about a lot. So, like, now thinking back to it, I'm like, how the fuck? Like, what kind of best yeah, friend am I yeah. to not even know? Especially yeah. my DOC, you know? Like, that's wild. So, like, shortly after that, like, it just... Oh, I ended up having a huge, like, massive fucking breakdown in my grandparents' bathroom. They were, like, down south. I don't even know where the fuck they were. And I don't even know how I ended up at my grandparents. But I was in their bathroom. And my sister showed up. And me and her, like, she broke down the bathroom door. And I was in there. And I was not doing good things to myself. Like, yeah. I was done with my life. Right. And at this point, everything came out. My mom ended up. She moved to Guelph, actually. I should have said that, too. But my, after my stepdad passed, she had to leave Niagara. So she moved to Guelph. And uh, my sister called my mom and my brother, who was down visiting from Alberta, who stopped talking to me, too, because of my addiction. They flew down from Guelph and I didn't know they were coming. And we kind of had like a little intervention and I just let it all fucking bear loose. I let my mom go into my car. I told her where all the fucking shit was, all the pills, everything and cleaned my car out and we flushed them and we called St. Joe's because I wasn't sure if I'd had to if I would have to do like a medical detox mm -hmm. from how much pills I was taking yeah yeah because it's dangerous yeah right? it's super and dangerous. I didn't know if I could handle it so but my mom's a registered nurse and she decided to take me to her house in yeah. Guelph and I detoxed there for three days and then I came back to Niagara and I started again with AA and I stayed clean and I did stay clean and then I decided um, after six months that I was also going to move to Guelph just because of the gossip and the clicks and the fucking politics. Yeah. You in have the to rooms. like just distance yeah. yourself from yeah. everybody because yeah. it's all just triggers, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I leave and I go start my new life in Guelph and I love my life in Guelph. I was an active member out there, <clears throat> sorry, in the program and everything was, you know, Gucci for me. I stayed in touch with like my best friends, my close best friends that were still in N.A., and then motherfucking COVID hit. Yeah. And at that point, fucking I was just COVID. like, yeah. Alicia came and stayed with me for like a couple weeks through COVID. And we had some fun. Like, yeah. I obviously relapsed. It, that's when like the heavy fucking drinking hit. Yeah. yeah. The partying hit. Yes. We were literally like, like smashing beers in the Walmart parking yeah. lot. Serve, I was just like, you know? fuck it. Like, you know, yeah. I was so isolated from everyone. And like now COVID hit. And, and like, I was, was like no going meetings. through a breakup. Yeah. yeah. So but, like COVID hit and it's like everybody was fucking drinking wilding because if they're sitting there at home waking up at 10 in the morning fucking drinking because mm -hmm. there's nothing to fucking do right yeah i was yeah. doing my job from her house in guelph hammered and yeah, yeah. i would like yeah. call into work or like halfway through my day i would just shut all my shit down unplug all my stuff and call them and be like oh yeah we're having internet issues or yeah. whatever and then just like take the whole day off do acid at 1 p.m or yeah. whatever like it was just <laughs> stupid like we Crazy. would take trips during covid like in my basement like it was just stupid um but anyways in april one of my best friends christian who i met in the program who had like two years clean ended up overdosing and dying and i took that extremely hard again because oh my god another person's leaving me and what the fuck so then I decide to move back to Niagara and do the recovery thing again. So I do it again. And <laughs> I was white knuckling it the whole time. Like I wasn't working on myself. I was just sober. I wasn't in yeah. recovery. Recovery is not a, picking up the yeah. drink or the drug. 
and like and just, I'm miserable and I want right. to kill myself. You're not, you're not resolving yeah. the yeah. inner issues. Right? Yeah. And at this point I'm going to AA and NA meetings and I'm speaking and I'm a fucking circuit speaker and I'm telling yeah. my story and yeah. I'm telling all these things that people want to hear but inside I'm fucking screaming and I yeah. want to kill myself because yeah. I haven't worked on myself. Mm-hmm. So then I finally do the fucking steps with somebody and honestly like I did the steps once and I probably I'll probably repeat certain steps again just right. to keep a daily on myself because yeah, yeah. recovery is an action word. It's, and it's you not gotta, just one and done. Yeah. Right? No, it's, you yeah. got to keep doing it and then give it away, too, because that helps your recovery. Right. So obviously talking to another addict, doing shit like this, it's helping all of our recovery. Yeah. It's like a little meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So I'm doing like the recovery thing again. And um, my boyfriend who I'm with now, Keen. Keenan, uh, we met in 2018 <laughs> when I went back into AA and we were like always solid, tight friends. And then like he obviously was in and out, in and out. And we always kind of like find our, found our way back to each other. Mm-hmm. And then we were finally like, let's just freaking date. So we started dating. And that's when my whole life in NA and AA changed. No one wanted to talk to me anymore. All these friends that I had, all these guy friends that were my brothers and were like, yeah, we got you, E. We love you. You're our sister. None of them talked to me anymore as soon as I started dating someone that wasn't them. Yeah. Yeah, that's... All unfriended me on Facebook. All just hated Keenan. We'd go to meetings. No one would fucking talk to us. And it's like, we're not here to be in a social club. We're here to get what we need for our recovery and mm-hmm. leave but it was so fucking uncomfortable we stopped going yeah like i will to this day again nothing against a 12-step program i have nothing but respect for it it gave me the foundation that i yeah. have today yeah. to stay clean but the clicks and the people as far as yeah. i'm concerned right now it's just it's a joke like, I'm yeah. sorry. That's probably going to get me fucking shunned. And I don't even care. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. care. The thing is, it's different for everybody. Bullied. So. I was bullied yeah. in yeah. those rooms. And I was bullied I, out of the rooms. I always take, took what I needed from meetings. Yeah. That was it. And, like, I got what I needed, so I stopped going. I didn't mm-hmm. need them anymore. Right? And, like, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of close friends in there. And, like, yeah. they'll be friends for life. Like, like my best friend's daughter is my goddaughter like i love that for me and yeah. like for my best friend spencer i shouldn't probably say his name but whatever um he wouldn't care but yeah so we stopped going to the meetings and we were doing things like on our own and obviously it worked until it didn't and things happened and in the relationship that probably shouldn't have happened and i'm surprised that i stayed like clean through it too um <clears throat> but he's like dealing with an addiction yeah. as well right so yeah it's um, a you obviously sword. know the mentality is selfish yeah. and twisted right yeah Which, you know and it's like i'm getting mad at him for doing things that i literally did to my mother yeah. to yeah. alicia to my sister to everyone else right so while my partner is going through like the depths of it and in and out staying back home not home i'm like holding on for dear life to this fucking relationship like grasping at straws and anyone who had a problem with me and keenan and disagreed with how i was handling the relationship was done was cut off like i did not i didn't care who you were Mm -hmm. and unfortunately one of the people that were caught in the crossfires was alicia and like obviously we've made an amends with one another um and like she always has my back no matter what and like i know that but like I think that support, it means everything for an addict. And 
you have to have support and i think yeah like i've been i give a little too much sometimes but like now we're in a really good place yeah and everything i think happens for a reason yeah and you know being in a sober recovery relationship is a great thing it's fucking awesome it really is it's also dangerous yes it is slippery because you have to take in your recovery into consideration and your emotions and also theirs you can't be selfish anymore Mm -mm. no when you're in that you kind of have to operate as like one person like you have to take it's a unit yeah their recovery into consideration as much as yours yes you have to value it as much you know what i mean not more not less you need equal parts it has to be support and stability yeah um, is you know stability is huge in recovery Mm -hmm. um and having a routine or you know just being there for each other is super important Yeah. yeah Because Agreed. one can fall off at any any moment. So you guys, you have to take that into consideration literally every second of the day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's obviously like hard. Yeah, but it's a great thing too. And like there's been, there's pros and cons to every the single The rewards are huge. Yeah, the rewards outweigh yeah. like the yeah, cons. for sure. You know? Um but yeah. But you're you're just raw dog and life together. So yeah, yeah. It's a it's a journey, right? Recovery journey, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it takes work, just like any relationship does. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's more work when the sobriety is involved. But if you think about it, um, relationships are super fucking hard when you're drinking and yeah. using because so you know, exactly like so yeah. keenan decides to like enough is enough and he's getting help yeah. and he's going and getting help and he's actively getting help outside of just the relationship and going to meetings yeah. so while he's getting help once again it's like i still have the mindset of what the fuck poor erica someone's mm-hmm. leaving me again so what do i do i go back to the fucking bottle and this is just recently yeah, yeah. i'm back on the bottle this past summer and i'm sucking on it like a mother's teat like i don't give yeah. a fuck <laughs> like i don't care anymore like yeah. i'm just so broken and i'm obviously not healed and i'm going back to it and i'm just like sick and twisted yeah, whatever yeah. um i remember my mom literally was like telling me and she's like for Keenan to heal and for you to heal, you got to stop fucking drinking. Like Mm -hmm. so many people have now brought it to my, like my doctors, my mother, my sister, like everyone is telling me like you and alcohol don't mix. So why you keep thinking you do is like, just yeah. insane and, it, it, and it, because it's there for you and yeah. times when you have, feel like you have yeah. nobody yeah. um, that's why a lot of people turn to drinking because and then it just gets everything else started um so when you go through something that's tough yeah it's like oh well you know beer's there for me or you know what i mean 32 Whatever. bottles of right. wine were under my si- empty bottles of wine were yeah, under my I've sink been there. Fuck. in a one week period that's yeah. insanity that's insane yeah. i'm insane right like, and i know that yeah yeah and like i've been there for sure and like with that it, it brings in um like the drinking shirt and then it brings like people that you don't want around yeah. in and then you Absolutely. feel more alone in a room full of people yeah. and there's nothing like that feeling i'll tell no. you because like that's how i was when i lived in Wellin. it was just i had fucking a whole bunch of people at my house but like i was just alone yeah you know and it's like amazing when i tell like people i'm like oh like 
someone asked me like, oh, do you want to go get patio drinks or do you want to? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love to go and get like food or something yeah. with you. I'm not drinking anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know when I can hang out. And then you they don't hear disappear. from them. Yeah. And like patio drinks for me is not a fucking thing. Yeah. Like, you know, no, it's like, we're not dude, like fuck, I went dude. to a fucking winery this yeah. past summer and got kicked out. Yeah, I got like, kicked out of the fucking winery. I was there for 10 minutes. That would be me as well. Like patio drinks? No. Like, like no, I don't, we're drinking like, yeah. a fucking 40. I don't drink and, in a socially you know. acceptable way. So no. I, I can't be but in that, public. It's like impossible yeah. for mm-hmm. me to have a, a couple a drinks. Tasting. Like, yo, let's have a couple a drinks. T- I'm like, yeah. no. A like, wine tasting. No, give me the barrel. I want to taste yeah. with the bottom the of the keg, bottle. Let's go. It, you know, <laughs> whatever you got until I'm fucking, you know, knocked the fuck out or blacked out or whatever, you know. Embarrassing myself waking up tomorrow with a whole bunch of regret and anxiety because of it, you know, and guilt and shit. So. Yeah. So after Stupid. like 15 steady fucking years of just chaos like just i'm kicking your own ass i'm you know? 30 years yeah. old and half of my life has been dedicated to drinking and or partying and yeah. or mind-altering substances Fuck, and I like know. enough is enough like i lost my father i lost my stepfather i've lost friends right i've almost lost my boyfriend like yeah. i'm just so and and over the, it like the, and the drinking and shit didn't make it better it, it only did for that moment and then i woke up in the same know, problems exactly still there. the problem didn't go away Right. I which, was just now in. I had injuries, which I didn't know how I acquired. Yeah. And it like, doesn't go away until you fucking. Where's my phone? You know, like, you yeah. know, like smashed I smashed phones all the time. I hate yeah. that. The I worst. hate that. I'm fucking There's nothing worse. You know, in a cupboard looking for fucking some old phone that's all cracked because my phone's all smashed. Right. <laughs> and I don't know why the fuck it happened. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> Dumb. But yeah, so. I finally was just like, you know what, mom, I'm finally going to listen to you. I know like you've been beating this dead horse for some time now. And I'm really sorry for Mm -hmm. like hurting you all these years. I literally broke down and cried in my mom's garage. And I was just like, I'm going to be like, I'm done. And I remember driving home and I dumped all of what alcohol I did have in my house, which wasn't much because when alcohol was in my house, like it wasn't something that I like kept in the fridge it doesn't last long it's It's not not a thing like it's so i had like maybe like a couple of bottles of wine in my fridge with like a quarter in it and i would just i dumped it and i was like whatever and I, which I think is an important thing to do. Yeah, right. It's like very, when you, it's like a rate of passage. You got, yeah, you gotta dump it or throw shit Flush away. Um, you know, because it's like ah, I'll just finish it. I'll just do it. Yeah, and then you finish it me. and you're like. And I remember you know, like when I would find like again not my story but I'm just gonna it's part of my story when I would find things of Keen like paraphernalia yeah, around yeah, my apartment yeah. of Keenan's like tin foil that right, I know. Right. We're not fucking cooking anything under our bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, why is there burnt tin foil here? Hi, yeah. like what? When mm-hmm. I would find shit like that around my house, like I would get pissed off and I would obviously dispose of it. Yeah. So right. then he would retaliate and start dumping my fucking booze and shit. And I would just lose my fucking mind. And at that right. point, I didn't see the difference. But like, yeah. 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 How dare you? I do. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Right. What the hell? How dare you take away my shit just because yeah. I took away yours? Like, yeah, right, right. Mine's legal, yours isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's it, right? Like Socially acceptable. And, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be because there's no. nothing socially acceptable about me when I'm drinking. <laughs> and it, it factor in all the fucking people that die from alcohol mm-hmm. or alcohol-related fucking so accidents or, you know, mm-hmm. 
And then think about all the drugs that fucking come, come from alcohol. It. Yeah. So you know. Well, that was me. Oh, I I could stop drinking at yeah. any point in time. Like that was never my vice. Right. It was that I couldn't drink without doing yeah. cocaine. And and mine was towards the end. I uh, there would be people coming over and I'd be drinking all fucking day. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck, I'm too drunk now. Yeah. So let me bump up. Let me do some line. fucking coke. Yeah. And I'll feel better and yeah, then I yeah. can hang with everyone for the night, you know? And then, so we talked about this on my way over here. Like, yeah. this is how I was, I'm not a good drug addict because every time I would do a fucking drug, I would be throwing up. Like, I would yeah. literally be throwing up. Yeah. And like, nowhere in the party handbook does it say to fucking puke and rally. But like, I <laughs> yeah. was yeah. like every single time. Mm-hmm. Every and I would time. do more and more and more. Like, I was just like, I just need to build a tolerance. But it was like You're everything. You're literally walking down the street one day and she just like, in a bush and then yeah. just like continued walking yeah and it was like nor for even right. for me like we just kept on but strolling like, like it literally like didn't a, even yeah. happen a normal but, thing and it's like oh i just puked out a bunch of booze now i can go look more you know? yeah yeah and like nachos food, that time yeah i was gonna say food was very non-existent yeah. like i would eat nachos on a yeah. friday and then yeah. i wouldn't eat again until monday morning See, yeah and that's that you brought that up i uh there would be times where i didn't eat for like a month yeah and just yeah yeah and i'm not kidding um it made me sick or or want to be sick but the i just lived off beer yeah like and like i mean it's wheat right so i can fucking <laughs> I, I, and like I, I did live <laughs> off of that because yeah. like i didn't Sugar eat what meat. i do i order stuff from skip and then it would come and i'm like ah, i'll eat it later because i'm drinking already and then yeah. later would come and i'm like nah i don't feel like it so later and, never actually yeah came. and then i'm like going to eat this sub from like four days ago Ugh. And I'm like, uh, I can't eat this, you know? And yeah. then I try to make something to eat. Like, I just did not want to. Yeah. Like, eating was just, like, not a thing. And that was just drinking, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. people do coke and they're like, well, I, they lose their appetite or whatever. But, like, I just didn't feel like eating anything. So, yeah. like, a lot of time passed where I just didn't eat, you know? Yeah. And, like, surprised I didn't fucking die. Well, that's, that. yeah, like, that's exactly what happened with me. I mean, mine was the opposite. Mine was once, I wasn't even drinking when I got into like my bad Coke days, like yeah, I didn't even yeah. need the alcohol anymore. I was just doing doing coke it from solo. The time I got yeah. up yeah. until I went to bed, which was not actually a thing. Right, and that, it's, it's at that point it, that it's yeah, got your it brain, fucked right? My stomach royally. Yeah. Like I, as you guys both know, like have major stomach problems, yeah, and right. like I didn't have them before, and it could be a combination of age or whatever. But hundred percent was from not eating for so long yeah and then like when you do eat even you feel sick yeah. like garbage yeah. yeah like you and then you just don't like then the next like, time you're like that. nah i'm not doing I'm that last time it made me feel no. like shit so now like i guess like my life today like again 12-step programs are great they just didn't work for me and that's yeah. okay like i got what i needed and i have Absolutely. like a solid yeah. foundation i know what i need to do to stay clean and sober i know what i need to do to not pick up that first drink and as long as i don't pick up a drink i know i'm gonna be okay yeah. like yeah i could do i could stay in bed all fucking day and as long as i'm not drinking i know i had a good day and that's, that, that, and that's, that's like how it. i get through it you that's know? it it's yeah. just one sometimes it's more than just one day at a time it's one second for yeah. me because mm-hmm. i'll it's get so in my head yeah. yeah like it's 
So it's obviously like recovery again for me, action words. So I have to continually do something to keep at it. So like I have to like work on myself. I'm right, like right. right now I'm like journaling a lot and I'm right. doing like self-help things. Right. And do like, things that like yeah. make you feel productive. And, and also yeah. make you a better person. Yeah. Emotional sobriety is a real yeah. thing and everyone needs yeah. to fucking achieve that. Like you need to be genuinely yeah, absolutely. happy. Yeah. And like, I think that's why kind of why I... Have started to do this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, why not be productive and help somebody else? Yeah. You know? And that's why I kept drinking and relapsing is yeah. because I wasn't working on my grief and my hurt and my trauma and the things that make Erica tick. I wasn't working on. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I fall short. Fuck, I fall short every fucking day. Yeah. Well, you will. But that's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not drinking, I'm mm-hmm. not drugging. Right. Yeah, I'll smoke weed here and there. But I'm not, I don't have a needle in my arm. Right. I don't yeah. have shit up my right. nose. I don't have a bottle hanging out of my mouth. Yeah. I'm not, you know, you're, doing something to get out of self. You're I'm, able to think clearly yeah. to continue to work on yourself and take that time to I'm do content. that. I'm yeah. content. I'm content right now yeah. with where I'm at. Agreed. I'll never yeah. say I'm fully recovered. I think that's absurd for anyone to say that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, once an addict, always an addict. Yeah. I'll never be able to drink safely. No. I'll never be able to do a party drug safely like right. never right so it's and like I don't oh want i hit to. a year i can have a beer it's just not a thing for me no you mm-hmm. know and like i don't even want to try it because i know yeah and, and i know because i've done it before yeah right it's just not gonna fucking end well yeah you know? I and think, then i'll fall right back down yeah you know? i think what makes it a little easier and i don't want to say easy but for a lack of better words easier when um you're not even wanting to because you don't need to you know what i mean like for me like i did a lot of work on myself before i got sober like i dealt with a a lot of my demons and my trauma and stuff so i think that when i did um stop using it was a little bit like easier for me because i didn't have so much to overcome yeah it was more like the getting rid of the drug itself um but i also like in the back of my head was like I'd just feel better if I did it or I would just, it, none of this would feel this yeah. way, but yeah. I don't have the need to as much. I think because I have like your, your guys' yeah. support yeah. and supports everything. Yeah. And, it's, it, and it's a total lifestyle change. Yeah. Right. And I that's do. what doesn't, a lot of people don't, they're like, well, I just won't. And I'll still hang it with the people that do. Yeah, and it doesn't do work. You know people, what I mean? You have to like things. completely cut people off if they're not willing to make the change with you. Yeah. Or you have to move away or you have to, you know what I mean? I would have never got off drugs if I didn't move to yeah. North Bay. It wouldn't have happened because I know too many people around here and it's just, it triggers all over the place. to fall back into. Yeah. So you have to make a big change in your life and your circle of friends and your family, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to avoid those kinds of situations. Uh, but like it definitely it does get hard, like when you have to face something or deal with something um, that may not even seem big to someone, but it's big to you. Yeah. Um, that you just stay strong through that. Yeah. Because you will be like, man, this would be easier if I could just fucking drink or. Yeah. But like that passes. I find with yeah. me like I where it'll be like fuck you know I'd, I'd like to just drink and say fuck it um but that doesn't last long and mm-hmm. then after I'm like thankful that I didn't you know yeah. Yeah. like that that matters right so um yeah like that's that's super important to be doing right like just 
just keep your head fucking forward and, and keep, keep things moving, simple. You know? keep yeah. Keep it fucking yeah. simple. Yeah, don't like, put keep too saying, much like, on yourself. Don't put too much on your plate. Yeah. Just make it through the fucking day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Like, just get through. Like, that's what I'm practicing right now mm-hmm. is like, because I am a workaholic too. Like, I yeah. fucking throw myself into any excess. Again, something... Yeah. A yeah. character flaw I need to work on is yeah. I take on too much. I'm a Me people too. pleaser yeah. and I do everything in excess. So like right now what I'm trying to practice in like my life today is like to keep things simple and to just get through the day and to not worry mm-hmm. about what I'm doing on the weekend, not right. worry about anything. And that's where one day at a time comes one in. One day at right? a time. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's small wins are still wins. Yeah. You know, yeah. even you if that's up, all you had. You're waking up sober, mm-hmm. then you made it another day you know or you're going to bed sober you know that at the end of the day you made it yeah and you don't have to worry about it Mm -hmm. and then you sleep and you wake up sober and that's another chance to be like are you gonna fucking throw it all away today or are you gonna keep working for it and there's more and i'm here to tell everyone there's more ways to be clean and sober than going to a meeting there's more fucking ways and we all need to talk about it more there is a community out here that loves you that's gonna support you that doesn't care your religion that doesn't care about anything who you're dating that doesn't care all we care about is that you're not doing something to get yourself out of self like you're not harming right. yourself not or hurting using, yourself yeah you know, or but i mean others, you know? i mean building on that too is a huge thing dylan and i were just talking about the other day about how um in some of these like facebook recovery groups someone will come and say like i slipped up i feel you know really bad yeah. about myself they're looking for support and there are people in this groups that are like just tearing them yeah. down oh and my like, god when you try when he you know he's like i commented and was just like you know it's a blip kind of thing. Like you have to yeah. work, move forward and, and push like forward. And this, I, you know, this guy's I said like, that you're relapse it. will happen, you mm-hmm. know? And then I think the person commented and said, you know, like, oh, we got to stop making up excuses and, and sugarcoating it. it. And, you know, Fuck I'm off. like, yeah, we have to support these people. You know, like he's like, oh, it's life or death, you know? And I'm like, this person knows that it's they life know. or death. Yeah. And like we all know because we're in a recovery group. Mm-hmm. You know, number one, you're being super ignorant. Um, but like he knows that it's fucking life or death. Sure. You don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe his mom just died or something. And yeah. it's tough for him. And he's reaching out for help. Just and tell him it's you know okay I mean? and he's in the right place. Yeah. Who are you to judge? Yeah. And that that's yeah. what I mean. Like, and here I am judging this guy. Yeah. Who are you to judge? Yeah. But, like, but like honestly. Yeah. And that and that's just it. I feel like the the recovery community is like broken up in two clicks. Yeah. And I think yeah. that when people feel like they don't fit the mold of any one of those recovery groups, that's Might where well they use. fail. You yeah. know what I mean? And so like this is more of like if you do a program, great. I'm proud of you. If yeah. you don't, great. I'm yeah. proud of you. Like it Meetings doesn't matter sure, how yeah. you chose to recover or if you relapse or whatever. Like we're here yeah. to share Always so many mind. different yeah. aspects. We're here to support you, know? you in recovery, if you're going into recovery, yeah. if you've been in recovery, mm-hmm. you know. I'm all like, about, like, I'm all about that, like, on my Facebook, like, promoting that. Like, yep. my yeah. inbox is always open. I yeah. don't care mm-hmm. if you don't know me from, like, a fucking fly in the wall. I'm always going to be there for someone. You have to someone. have an open mind yeah. with everybody because mm-hmm. everyone's different. I wouldn't you know? be here today without the people yeah. guiding me and supporting me through it, too. Sure. Like, yeah. And you, you don't know? know what, like I said, you don't know what people are going through. Yeah. So to, you know, I, I don't know what this person's um, intent was to do, to say this to this person, tough love or whatever, maybe. But 
um, this person is asking for support. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, hey, I, I slipped up. I'm back on day one. Good. Keep going. At least this person's trying again. Yeah. You know what I Thanks mean? Thanks for being honest. Yeah. And exactly. like, as far as I'm concerned with people with like recovery and like these old timers in time, not I don't give a honest. fuck how long yeah. you have. Right. It's not the timeline of recovery that I'm looking for. It's the quality right. of sobriety mm-hmm. that I'm looking for. Yeah. And like, as far as like whether you're a male or a female, I don't care. Yeah. Like, because in the rooms, it's like, oh, girls with girls, guys with guys. I don't care. It We're all just matter, not trying to know? fucking use. Yeah. Like, that stuff doesn't matter. We're all yeah, trying again, to I'm make not, a change. I'm not here you know? to bash any type of fucking right. program or anything. If it works for you, I'm so fucking happy. Yeah. I wish it worked for me. I yeah. mean, it did up mm-hmm. till it didn't. Right. And, and that's do okay. whatever, you know, that yeah. whatever help work helps you or works for you. If it's enough just to be like, I'm done, then that's mm-hmm. good. You know what I like mean? Like if I go to a, people at meetings probably mm-hmm. haven't seen me in like a very long time, like almost a year. Mm-hmm. If I show up at a meeting, is it going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We thought you died because that's comments that have been yeah. made to me before. How the fuck does that make me feel? Like, nope, still here, yeah. still clean, right. still sober. Yeah. Right. Believe it, don't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I haven't gone to a meeting since fuck, well over a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, but I have thought about popping back in to be like, hey, I'm still, you know, still, still here, going, still alive. you know? Um, not, you know, I just feel like I'd be going there to rub it in or whatever. But yeah. um, going in to share my experiences is, is, is more with being sober and recovery mm-hmm. is more what I wanted to do. Um, because there are people that are in there for their first time or, you know, they're on day one or yeah. day two. Or and whatever. they need to hear a success story. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that is huge. That's you know? major. It is a huge thing to have to when you're a, an addict and you're fucking you know, you're struggling. It's good to hear other people um, say things that you relate to because mm-hmm. yeah. then you're like, well, I can do it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's why I, I started the podcast to be mm-hmm. like, I can bring people on, maybe someone that you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And they can tell you, you that they did it. So, you know what I mean? Then you mm-hmm. can be like, wow, maybe I can do it, mm-hmm. right? No matter what, uh, how you do it. And every recovery you know, and every addiction is different just because... It, Maybe you weren't homeless living under a bridge. Maybe you didn't lose your car or your kids or anything. But addiction is an addiction no matter how it hits you. And if you need help, there's help out there. Whether it's in a meeting, whether it's talking, going on a podcast, like there's help out there. Message someone on Facebook and anything. There's resources. And like Mm -hmm. the the sober community is starting to grow bigger yeah yeah it's bigger like, than it's getting big yeah. it's cool yeah. to be sober, it's awesome you it's know? cool like, to be sober i have a t-shirt that's as sober as fuck and i love it yeah yeah like <laughs> you know what it's good either way because the drugs now are so fucking dangerous yeah and, and what people are putting in them and, and they're changing like you know, exponentially every yeah. day it doesn't like, matter how you're doing it you're just at least you're not taking something that could fucking kill you yeah at, at any given time mm-hmm. you know these things are dangerous like the you know car fentanyl and shit you know yeah and like i've had my experience with that and blacked out and fucking you know fought a cop apparently and you know what i mean and went home and cussed my family out and you know, you know on christmas and like no recollection of it no, right? no, i have like, no idea right you wake up this... the next day and you're like yeah hey guys yeah. and it's and like, like I'm waking up and my fucking brother's car rolled and we're fucking, you know what I mean? Like my ex is in the back taking fucking needles out of the car and fuck, you know, like it's just 
dangerous shit that you don't know. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what's happening. So like somebody that's not using now, it's another day that you could fucking be moving on, yeah. you know, and not using something that can potentially kill you. Right. So, I mean, that's important. Mm-hmm. No matter how you got there, you got there. That's right. And that's, you know, that's important. Yeah. Now my life today is just, like I said, keeping things simple, one day at a time, getting up, going to work, not being a fucking asshole to people, trying my best. Again, I fall short. But yeah, it's all just about good times and good vibes and just being genuinely happy regardless of what it looks like to other people. Yeah. I spent way too many years being sad and feeling sorry for myself and I'm so over it. Yeah. Like it's time to exhausting. It's time to live. For sure. Yeah, it is. You know? Exhausting like to the fucking core. Yeah. Like it's it it's like that is just like horrible. Mm -hmm. You know? Waking up like that where you need something to yeah. feel just just to feel or who normal, am I going to rob know? to get it? Like, yeah, or who, like what hurt trick am I going to have to flip you know? to do this? Like, yeah. you know, it's just so that you can feel like you again. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's not even to get high at that point. No, Mm-mm. it's it's you just want to feel normal. And that's where the opiates and the withdrawal and all that. It's it's like a huge for like when you're on opiates, man, you're sick. Yeah. You don't have a fucking choice. Yeah. You, you have to have this fucking drug in you or you got to be sick. Those are your choices. So rob somebody. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or prostitute your girlfriend out. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to, to fucking just make sure that you're not feeling like shit. And that comes back to just selfish shit you know yeah who cares and i mean like kind of fast forwarding once you get through it and like you get sober and you get clean um a big major part that i found was that like i had dealed with my my mental health as well kind of at the same time and once you get all of that kind of out of your system and you're just coasting like you're you're good but you're not great and you're not bad yeah um, that's when like the, the tiredness of the weeks that you spent awake or, yeah. um, it hits your body so yeah, hard. God, like I yeah, noticed like one thing, yeah. like I am always just exhausted, yeah. like physically, mentally, everything. Right. And part of that exhaustion, once you get to that point, you're like, okay, you know, like I could just go back. Plus, you're getting older, you know? too. And you, yeah, you know? you're getting old and your shit hurts. Because, like, I slept on a couch for fucking two years yeah. for no reason. Yeah. You know, because um, drunk. So it's like, I, I don't really fucking notice. But now, mm-hmm. my fucking back, you know, yeah. it's it's cooked. Yeah. And you and have like, to just You don't notice that. that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like, um, mental things as well uh, yeah. when you're not drinking or because there's shit up there you don't even know oh, you yeah. have right oh, yeah and sometimes, when you're drinking and shit. sometimes i catch myself still like i'll like glorify a drink like yeah. in my head yeah. and like i'll fixate on it yeah. and then it's just like so i have to like constantly like again work on myself and remind myself right. mm-hmm. yeah is that worth it because like that one drink is just gonna cause a fucking hurricane and, yeah yeah there's and been as enough the time hurricanes. goes too like the more like sober time you have under your belt, the more it's like, that's ah, not worth it. Yeah. Right. Oh, I got it. this yeah. fucking far. Right. So like, that's a huge, that, that drives me, you know, where I'm like, dude, I got 16 months. I'm not going to fucking mm-hmm. flush that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it all but just floods let's back. let's play devil's advocate. Don't take it for granted right. either. Cause right. you yeah. never know Absolutely. what the fuck could happen too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why it's just grateful to just be right. Cause fucking life yeah. is crazy, yeah. you know, and you don't know, 
what's going to fucking happen. So, yeah, you, know. you have to almost like reteach yourself how to be present in the moment, how to be present in the moment, yeah. just to focus yeah. on just today, because that's all we have yeah. is today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday yeah. does not fucking matter. Right. You don't know. Tomorrow's not even here yet. Yeah. Right. So yeah. absolutely. Let's just worry about right now. And that's really the only way that you can go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to take a second, though, to just say how proud of I I am of you and I've watched you go through the actual most like more than a normal person would see another person go through like she was my person before you know Dylan came along (laughs) and now they're my people yeah and um I'm grateful to have you here today I'm happy to have you on the podcast yeah absolutely Um, but mostly I'm I'm grateful that you are well you know, Thank like you. this is the most, the healthiest I, I think I've ever seen you even, you know, when we were kids really. Yeah. Um, and so. And also, uh, Keenan as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, like Kenan that's well. huge. Like, Keenan's fire. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, but that's, and that's too. awesome to, mm-hmm. uh, to know that he's doing so much better. Yeah. Like yeah. I definitely yeah. look forward to, yeah. um, sitting down with him though and, and hearing his story yeah, as well. Because, absolutely. Um, I'm sure that he's got some, some stuff yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, his is definitely like I and then another thing that I would always do, sorry, but like just before we wrap up is I would constantly compare myself to Keenan right, because yeah. like right. he was an intravenous drug user. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like he was homeless and yeah. I was always like I'm not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, right. But that's Downplay it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like no, it, does it doesn't not, and that's you're, what I need to you're realize. An addict. You're, I'm an and addict. you're going through an addiction through no matter through. what it is. Yeah. Right? Like it, it, exactly. hey, at least I'm not smoking crack. Yeah, you know, right. Or at least yeah. I'm not but doing this. But I very you know? well could be if I continue drinking right. and drugging right. the way that I yeah. was. And that's that's how I was when I was young too. Like, yo, I'm smoking crack. At least I'm not shooting up. Right. And then, like I went from you know, booze into cocaine yeah. to fucking pills. Like I'm yeah. just like yeah. a constant up and down yeah. of right. just craziness. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on. Right. I'm so tired and now I'm it just feels good to like wake up in the morning and like you said not worry about yeah. where my next thing's gonna yeah. come from yeah. and without regret too that's, the only yeah. thing, thing I wake up worrying about is where the fuck's my vape like that's the next <laughs> thing that's the that's next my thing I need to addiction. fucking kick yeah. is my vape like I go to sleep clutching that me thing too. Yeah. like you know, I'll they flip need to the bed put, for it uh, they're all like fucking cool now and have like you know screens and shit they need to put like a fucking locator on that thing, yeah. you know. Like, that hey, could Siri, make where's fucking my money. <laughs> Tape at AirTag. You could make money yeah. with that. Nobody steal that idea. No. Yeah, like, I'm going it right now. I'll straight up, that. like in the middle of the night, like I'll go to bed clutching my fucking yeah. vape, yeah. and like in the middle of the night, I'm flipping this six Literally, foot two, two hundred pound man, yeah, fucking yeah. throwing him. He was like, "I'm like, what, what are, you are you doing, doing? man? Like, fucking yeah, my He's vape. I'm like, oh, but I and I hear that it's just her looking for her vape. No big deal. Wake up! You're laying on my vape. <laughs> yeah, yeah on that or, note you know, yeah. i need to vape and you know i mean the vape is uh, uh kind of a crutch too but that's okay yeah. oh hell yeah you know but you know what at least it's not crack at least it's not crack <laughs> at least yeah. it's not crack at least it's not meh <laughs> Say crack you know? again. <laughs> so i mean yeah there, there's been you know a million times growing through my my times of at least i'm not doing this or at least yeah. i'm not fucking at least i'm not homeless you know yeah at least i got a house but like i, I don't pay the rent you know <laughs> yeah 
I live here temporarily until yeah. I get evicted. Me and Keen yeah. practice like gratitude with each other, like mm-hmm. like list things for, like what we're grateful for, and Love it's always that. like it could always he's always like it could always be worse yeah be under a fucking bridge like our house isn't the nicest but it's a house it's a home yeah Yeah. we have a bed like we have a car dogs like even you guys like you guys are like doing i'm proud of you guys you guys are both doing amazing well we went we went from not being able to find a fucking place at all right like that's where i left off with you guys mm -hmm. before i had to go fix myself again like we just wanted to be together yeah you know and so you know, we could live in, you know, it's fucking cheesy as shit, but we could live in like a fucking dump. And as Literally. long as we're like together, you know. Yeah. It's the love that our, makes it a home, right? Like, because it was, it was kind of um, pulling on, on, I don't know about him, but my sobriety and, yeah. and my recovery, yeah. um, not being able to the be stress. there you, you just for feel, each other. You, and, and you feel defeated. D- yeah. And defeated. it's hard to be like, I have this person to support me. And then at night, it's like when it gets bad, because yeah. night is a bad is time hard. for w- when you're trying to go to sleep, because that's when everything rushes to yeah. your fucking yeah. head. And you're like, well, remember when I did this fucking 20 yeah. years ago? You know what I mean? But like, so like, that's hard to, to split at the, the end of the night like that. But I mean, is lo- we just wanted to be together and like start our life yeah you know our, our our journey together and shit mm-hmm. which which you know we did and you know i'm and now fucking, look i'm grateful guys. for that i know we Aww. went from us hanging out yeah. in fucking bartholomew us yeah. three really? parked by the canal fucking talking the talk hanging out to on a fucking podcast in your look at us now room. bitch like yeah yeah the podcast look is super fun <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, but it, that just goes to show that it, like, when you're, you know, like, I, I could never have these things if I was drinking still. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I could never have, you know, mics and, and equipment and fucking, you know, like, because that's just, you get rid of that shit because it means nothing. And because you, you can get money for it. That, that's right it means nothing so you're like damn whatever i fucking i'll, I'll get a new one care. when i have more money which is never because i spend it on drugs yeah right so like it's nice <laughs> now to I have just spend it on fucking vapes yeah Thank god that's a, you know, <laughs> yeah that's as, as big as it goes for us too but uh and food yeah yeah fucking food i can't stop eating i love food too <laughs> i'm actually like gaining weight and like keeping weight on yeah too, yeah like which is a good thing yeah, right? yeah because well, for you you know like that means like you're healthy and shit mm-hmm. you know? yeah I, like i'll see people and like that it, like know me from before or whatever and be like you know you look healthy yeah and i like i to used to that. hate that you know, i, like I that. used to hate hearing i looked healthy because i mean for a, a woman yeah when someone says you look healthy they mean you put on weight yeah and i'm like I, I mean, as a man, I don't know if that like well, obviously really... it's the same. I'm but... so yeah. used to people telling me you look unhealthy. So yeah. now yeah. people yeah. tell me I look healthy. I'm like, I'm like, oh it's, my god, it, it's thank nice. You. And I like... think that that I take that a different way because mm-hmm. I was so fucking skinny yeah. before and like scabby and shit. Yeah. you know, to, like I have like people will be like, yo, you have like color in your face and mm-hmm. shit. You look healthy. You look. You, you have know? life. My mom right. tells me that she sees the twinkle in my eye again, and, it and that's me you know what I mean. So that's good. like amazing to hear. Yeah, like it really pushes yeah. you to you know to keep going. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that just will flat out tell you you've gained weight. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, whatever. But yeah. like, at least I'm not fucking cracked out. At least, <laughs> at least I'm know? not smoking crack. <laughs> right. Yeah. It all like, really goes just it, back. To it that. all goes back to that. So yeah. the moral of the story is yeah okay sometimes i'll smoke weed here and there whatever but at least i'm not smoking crack right no i don't go to a church meeting every single night and complain about my problems but at least i'm not smoking crack right and you know what matters and Mm -hmm. if you are smoking crack i really hope you stop yeah Yeah. that shit's scary 
and like yeah it's awful just awful any type of drug really, really yeah. it's yeah. fucking scary yeah. it's it's uh it, it's the way of life of an addict is yeah dark and scary and lonely and you know what i mean but you're not alone when you're using yeah because you, got you your always drugs have someone you who got your use drink. with you yeah but like <laughs> and you have the drugs as we look right company. at each other yeah. you always have someone yeah. yeah but like you like that's you're borrowing happiness from tomorrow yeah, yeah. when you're when you're doing absolutely. that absolutely so it's like the but you the risk you take it because you're like well i'll feel better mm -hmm. for now right yeah and then tomorrow i'll feel twice as bad yeah and but you take that gamble because you don't care yeah and you just right? rob from the you day just want it that. to stop or you mm -hmm. just want to get out of the your mindset or you mm -hmm. you know what i mean and, and just kind of disappear or feel numb for a little bit i just want everyone to heal from whatever yeah yeah and that's issues they have you know, that makes them go back to it it's just it all comes down to healing so important and getting help and there there are resources i know yeah. fucking niagara sucks yeah for it's rough here, mental but, health yeah. and resources but there is help out there and, and you know what you can reach out to yeah. fucking people in fucking chicago or yeah, whatever chicago. you know like it's like i have people on the page that are in the fucking uk and stuff you know that mm -hmm. follow our page and whatever but like those people will be there for you too you yeah, know what I mean? Always. Even if it's a complete stranger. Sometimes it's easier when it's a stranger. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm always there. Like, I, I'll always be there for right. people. Like, I joined this after my stepdad passed away. I joined this grief group on Facebook. Yeah. And I actually became friends with a woman who lives, right. I, I think, South Wales, maybe. Like, Australia, mm -hmm. I think. New Zealand area. But anyway, she's on my Facebook. And I've actually, like, chatted with her and right. stuff. And, like, and I consider you make connections, her a friend. Right? Yeah. But, like, it's good because these people most of them they've been through it yeah right and you can talk to them because they understand yeah and that's like the greatest part about it and that's a stranger so they're not going to judge you right yeah. I, you know unless it's in the comments or whatever but you know Fuck when you comments. make these connections with people it's like special that you could lean on someone it's like having a sponsor yeah. you know what i mean and like that I, like I, I i refer to myself basically as like a non-official sponsor mm -hmm. for whoever wants to talk to me when they feel like they're gonna go down mm -hmm. yeah then i'm here you know what mm -hmm. i mean because i know what it's like to go down yeah and i know what it's like to be up mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like it's it's just to have someone support you is is super super important yeah there's one saying that i picked up in aa that i like love and what all like clothes on is like i would never change like my worst day being clean and sober like right. in recovery for right. my best day being high yeah, like yeah. never ever Agreed. and yeah. i know it sounds lame but it's like so true for yeah. me today mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like people relate to that mm -hmm. you know i and think that success story saves a lot of people absolutely um yeah. because they're like well you know i can do it too yeah. and having that person as long even as planted some sort of seed yeah. for yeah. someone anything right. I and have a glimmer of yeah. hope even. You know, yeah. I have people message me since I started the podcast all the time, you know, saying like people that I know, right? Mm -hmm. That they want to start trying to get sober. How do I do it? Well, it's hard because I can't tell you how to do it. You have to do the, the work And you got to want it. But it's not going to work I can help you, you by telling you how how I did it. Yeah. And being like take the things that you relate to in my story, apply them to yourself and then whatever else you'll, you'll know how to do it. Yeah. Right. Like going forward. And I think that's like, what's so important about what we're doing here yeah. is that like, 
um, uh, Dylan and I both agreed that, you know, having all kinds of different people from different walks of life and different journeys with their addictions, um, we're bound to have one person relate to the yeah. other. Like yeah. there's, there's going to be people out there who don't, who feel like they don't relate to anybody at yeah. all. Yeah. But by having such a wide variety of different people on yeah. here, I think maybe your story today might not affect you know, half of the people, but the other half will be like, yeah, that's me. That's me. And like the the thing that I'm aiming for is one person. If I can, if I can help one person, then I did a good job. You know what I mean? If I can help more than that, then I did a great job. Yeah. Right. And like, that's important because it's, it's not about fixing everybody, Mm -hmm. but it's about fucking taking it one day at a time and one person at a time and trying to help that's fix it. yourself right. and then you can help fix other people yeah. absolutely and 100%. like that's kind of what we've done is is take what we've done and what we've gone through and apply it and t- and someone else can be like hey man i that makes sense you know mm-hmm. what i mean or hey I, it was like that for me too you know yeah maybe you know but like that's the thing is that um people around here in the niagara area um you know that you're listening to people that you know Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, this hits different when it's yeah. somebody that lives down the street for you or that you went to school with, yeah. or you know what I mean? Like has like you on the, Facebook. Right. Yeah. And then you're hearing their story and you're like, wow, you know, yeah. that's and crazy. Facebook is legit. Like a personal diary for me, yeah. like a, yeah. for very long, like I'm not as bad as I was, but like when I was in my sober, like in actively a member in AA, that's all I would post yeah, about. Like that right. was yeah. my life. And it's almost like I switched my drinking and addiction for like, I flipped it for going to meetings right. and stuff. You right. know what I mean? I and that happens all the time, too. right? Mm-hmm. There will be people yeah. that, that when they feel like they're going to use, they go to a meeting yeah. Yeah. Right? instead. And mm-hmm. then because then everyone's there to, to back them yeah. up and be like, you're good. Right? Yeah. And that's like that, that happens a lot more than you think. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that, that. That's how my brother was for a while. Right. Yeah. Like just meetings, meetings, meetings all the time. There was people and that if it works for you. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. there was people at my meetings that they go to fucking five of them a week. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I'm just going to them once. Mm-hmm. You know? I did like the 90 and 90 where it was like 90 meetings, 90 yeah. days. Like, yeah. And I did that religiously. And they'll go to like a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. And morning, they bring their books. Yeah. They, the morning, you know I mean? noon and night meetings. Hit sometimes. Up all different and that, ones around that the city. works for them. Mm-hmm. And that, then Great. that's awesome. Yeah. I love you know that. I mean? But they have their highlighter. They have their, mm-hmm. their book, their big book. Their, you yeah. Know? And like. The Bible. But they're sober. Spewing slogans. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere they go. But they're sober. And I love that you know? for them. Yeah. Right. I used to amazing. be one of them. Yeah. Like, I would pull a slogan out of anywhere. I could have a conversation. I'd be like, yeah, let go and let God. Yeah. And I would close it <laughs> yeah. like, mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys, these they have it fucking memorized. Easy mm-hmm. does it, because, but do it. Or, you know, they also will, if they feel like using, read their fucking book. Yeah. You know? And that's why they know the book so well, because they're like, they, they, that, those are all times they wanted to, to use, mm-hmm. you know, and then yeah. they sat down with their book instead yeah. and they and then they, they got their power from that. And right? like the one good thing about like, if you're thinking about going to meetings is the whole step thing. Cause people are like, Oh, you got to do steps. Yeah. The first step you walking into that meeting, yeah. you're, you've already Bam. done it. Done. Yeah, you've that's done the it. Step. Right. You've already accomplished something you're just by being powerless being there. over something there. and you're there right. getting the help. And that's you amazing. Know, and um, you're the most important person yeah. in that fucking room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They make you yeah. feel like oh, yeah. fucking Will Ferrell. Yeah. 
Oh, and yeah, then, like you, you know. just want an Emmy walking yeah. up yeah. there for, yeah. that, for that key tag or that chip. Hell yeah. And I'm the person that's like, whoa, like yeah. screaming. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You're amazing. You're, you, you taking, yeah. even thinking about going to a meeting means that you want to make a change. Mm-hmm. It, and that's you, beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Whether you know that or not, subconsciously, you know that you want to make yeah. a change in your life mm-hmm. because you're going to a meeting or you're thinking about going to yeah. a meeting, right? Which is crazy. Cause mm-hmm. like it just happens in your heads. Sometimes you just grow out of shit. And, yeah. And and, you're and I like, think that's what it was for me. Yeah. Like oh, uh, you know what? I'm not really into this party shit anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? And then that's where it's like, all right, now I gotta start working towards being sober. Mm-hmm. And like it doesn't just end dropping the shit. No, yeah. you gotta. Work uh, you do need there. a support, and the, the meetings are. You know, there's tons of people there that will support you. Yeah. Right. And then you get a sponsor and then that's your support, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like using, I'm call my sponsor. Yeah. Right? And um, a good sponsor will hold you accountable for things yeah, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really huge. get to know you inside huge, and out, yeah. right? Which is awesome. I mean, I've never had a sponsor before. I know how they work though. Um, because I just didn't make it there. Yeah. You know and what that's I mean? okay like, too. I, it's just, it, I went to the meetings and then until I didn't need, I felt yeah. I didn't need them anymore. Right. I've had a sponsor and I've also had sponsees and I've taken yeah, women through yeah. steps and, and things like that. And it's helped me tremendously doing that, yeah. like getting yeah. at itself and helping another yeah. person. And I remember like the very first time someone asked me to be their sponsor, I was just like, really? Yeah. And that's me? awesome. Like I spoke like, at a meeting and this girl yeah. like came up to me and she was like, and she was older than me, like yeah. Yeah. well older than me. And yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. me of all people, you want that's to be so good. cool though. You know? Yeah, girl, yeah. I'll do it. Call yeah. me anytime. That's super <laughs> empowering. Cause if yeah. someone, like, you know what I have, people message me and I help them through things and whatever, but like for them to be like, yo, will you be my sponsor? That's like the coolest shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. Cause like, you're like, ah, fuck, I made it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. Well, girl, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, um, it's a great episode. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so sorry Amazing. if I was like all over the place no, and no, stuff. It's killed just... it. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it you know, it, talk as shit comes to your head. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so uh, what we have coming up, um, who's next? Um, me and Alicia are going to be on um, uh, Remember Your Why podcast on uh, Monday. And um, after that, we have Josh Catlett coming on February 4th. Uh, and then we have James Lavoie coming on as well. I believe it's the, I'm just checking the date on that. 16th or 18th, one of them. Um, so look out for that. Um, thank you so much for, uh, for tuning in again to us. Yeah, And guys. Uh, we've had a great time here today. And uh, thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah.